Said I'm finna go live. Brother BNX. And young I'm finna go live, put my nine to five Finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe Finna be a vibe, vibe They say take a leave, so I went to the dive I'm finna go live, put my nine to five Finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe Finna be a vibe, vibe They say take a leave, so I went to the dive Went to the dive To do for self on my own Bossed up, got a car and a home And I did it on my phone I'ma show you how to get it strong Get the bag and it don't take long And you don't need a loan You don't need a boss or a master Get the right team and it's faster This a new chapter Gotta learn the business in the game Every day new money, new change Adapt to the lane It ain't about the bread but the brain Work hard, play hard, new fame No more chains No more chains I'm finna go live Put my nine to five Finna go home, boys Finna be a vibe Finna be a Vibe, vibe, they say take a leave, so I went to the dive. I'm finna go live, put my nine to five. Finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe. Finna be a vibe, vibe, they say take a leave, so I went to the dive. I'm finna go live on IG. Sorry, but a nine to five, that's not me. I'ma do myself until I D I E. You already know the vibe when I speak. Do not sleep, cause the 20 months made 91K. What you doing 40 hours, I can do in one day. Real estate that I own. All I need is Wi Fi and my phone. Get into it, pursue it. I show you how to do it. You got a gift inside you, but you never knew it. Let me put you in the game. I've been a coach. Everything I do is dope, man. I'm finna go live. Put my nine to five. Finna go home, boys. Finna be a vibe. Finna be a vibe. Vibe. They say take a leave, so I went to the dive. I'm finna go live. Put my nine to five. Finna go home, boys. Finna be a vibe. Finna be a Vibe, vibe, they say take a leap, so I went to the dive, went to the Brother BNX and Young Tiny Dime Brother BNX uh. and Young Tiny Dime Assalamu alaikum family, <clears throat> what's going on? Hope y'all having a blacktastic morning, feeling good, smelling good and looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Today we're gonna to be talking about the importance of faith. Part two. The importance of faith. Part two. Yeah, black man and got his haircut, boy. Feeling feeling good, boy. Got that haircut. It's something about a black man and that haircut, boy. We get our haircut, we just feel like a totally New human men. Okay, so let's go ahead and um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and open up a prayer. Gonna open up in prayer. Okay, <clears throat> in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. Should I be turned unto thee, striving to be upright to Him who originated the heavens and the earth, and I am not among the polytheists. Surely my prayer, my sacrifice, my life, and my death are all for Allah. Lords of the worlds, no associate has seed this I'm commanded, and I'm of those who submit. O Allah, thou art the king, there is no God but thee, thou is my Lord, and I'm thy servant. I've been unjust to myself, and I confess my faults. So please grant me protection against all my faults, for none grants protection against faults but thee. And guide me into the best of morals, for none can guide me into the best of morals but thee. And turn away from me the evil and the indecent morals, for none can turn away from me the evil and the indecent morals but thee. And O Allah, bless Muhammad, 
and bless the true followers of Muhammad as thou did bless Abraham and the true followers of Abraham. For surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. And O Allah, make Muhammad successful and make the true followers of Muhammad successful as thou did make Abraham and the true followers of Abraham successful. For surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, we are going to hop right in to part two. And if you didn't share something yesterday, uh, it's okay if you if you share today uh, what you got out of yesterday as well. Okay, so let me make sure I turn that off right there. Make it to where he can't. Boom, boom. All right. All right, y'all. Here we go. Go to preview mode. My bad. Jesus and the disciples saw Jesus he was on the water and Jesus came to them what's going on on? Jesus he's man he's walking on the water Peter said command me Uh, Jesus said well come on Come on. And he steps out of the boat on the water. He said, Wow. Oh. (laughs) He took his eye off the master. He began to sink. The master had to grab him and hold him up, put him back in the boat. Oh, ye of little faith now see all of us like a boat when you're on the water you like to be in something that follows the law of buoyancy so that you know you ain't going down you're floating along you know when somebody tell you come out the boat now if you don't have faith you better find it quick if you're gonna get out of the boat well so many of us the boat represents that which makes you presently secure i got my little bank account hallelujah and i i I paid all my bills and i'm up to date and everything i'm all right what did you hear on the news this morning the bank failed My money gone? How you gonna maneuver now? See, get out of the boat. See, the master walked on the water. I don't want you to go out to the lake and drown yourself. And then see, Farrakhan said we could walk the water. <laughs> you don't see Farrakhan out there walking on that. <laughs> walking the water means rising above the thing that makes you secure and putting your complete faith and trust in God that he will see you through that means 
you take a chance walking by faith because the righteous don't walk by sight the righteous walk by faith and faith justifies the righteous according to the book I'm almost finished <clears throat> now this is a key part Lazarus was stinking I mean pardon me he was sick and Martha came told him you know you know he's pretty sick and said well he's just sleeping you know I'll, I'll come I'll look after him but Jesus took his time he didn't go right away then he heard that Lazarus had died well by the time he got there Martha told him well the one you love is is dead he he's gone you know Jesus said take me to where he is Wow. and in a loud voice there was a stone in front of the tomb and he had them remove the stone and then he called him Lazarus come forth and you could hear Lazarus moving in the tomb he's coming out but when he came out he had napkin over his eyes his hands and his feet were bound he was messed up and look at Jesus he commanded Satan loose him and let him go See, that's the same command that God told Moses to tell Pharaoh loose them let them go see well after Lazarus was raised from the dead now Jesus is beginning to talk more about who he is he had kept that from the disciples he didn't teach them about himself so he said well, well who do they say I am they say well they say you're Elias they say you're Jeremiah they say you're one of the old prophets he said well who do you say I am and Peter spoke up and said thou art the Christ the son of the living God Jesus said well flesh and blood did not reveal that to you he said but listen don't tell nobody who I am yet what was that about seemed like you should have gone to the mountain and shouted it but he said no 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 don't do that right now see he had not ascended to the father to get the power to be Christ meaning that he needed to be to the right hand of his father in order to get the power that he could then take away this world and bring in one better now I close he's with the disciples 
And the disciples said, Master, when can we see the Father? And Jesus said, have I been among you all this long? And you have not seen him? Oh, wait, 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 please. This is the critical part of this talk. See? He was among them. They were looking for the Father while they were looking at him. And they didn't realize that the Father was working in and through him. So he asked them, do, do you believe that when you see me, you see the Father? Do you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? Do, do you believe that? And they started talking about the resurrection. And Martha and Mary, they were talking to Jesus about resurrection. This is just before he raised Lazarus. He said, but do you believe? He said, I am the resurrection. And the life. If you believe in me, though you were dead, yet shall you live. Now he's talking to the disciples. Look, man, he's in me. I'm offering him to you. Will you accept him? And when Christ comes on the inside of you, you really become the church of God in Christ. You didn't hear me. Wait a minute, Farrakhan. No, please, you wait a minute. There's no problem that we have that we can't solve together in his name. But we got to let him in. The book says he knocks. See, who's going to open the door and let him in? He's not coming to your house to have fat back <laughs> chitlins and hog maw. He ain't coming for that. And he wants you to stop eating that stuff too. It's killing you. And Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. But you're dying still younger. Because if you really knew him, really knew him, and invited him into this house, your life would be cleaner. Your life would be better with God in you, in Christ. So in conclusion, Paul wanted to go to the Father and get his reward, but he said he couldn't go because Christ was not yet formed in the people. That's our job. How do you form another man in you? 
See, if you believe, listen to me good now, that Jesus the Christ is God living on the inside of a man and doing phenomenal things. And then he says to his disciples, greater works that I do shall you do. You don't believe that the Father's in me? Well, if you don't believe in me, examine my works. See, because his faith in the beginning produced works. The universe is his handy work and so are we. See, so don't say you have faith and then produce nothing. So I close. Here's Life Center Church. It's a great church. It has a great pastor who has worked tirelessly for years. I met him when I first came to Chicago. We were in a church down the street, around the corner. But he invited me to come and preach there. We sat together in his office and I watched him grow. You all got behind your pastor and you helped him and you produced Life Center. I was here the day that this house was dedicated. I was sitting somewhere, Mayor Byrne was around here somewhere, all the big dignitaries were here. <clears throat> That's right. And I came to honor my brother and you for the work that you did behind him that allowed Life Center to be here. A vibrant ministry here. And then we learned that there was a problem with the roof. Not he didn't do it. He's not a roofer, but he'll fix your roof with a thought for today. He's our roofer. Uh, we've been letting some elements in. <laughs> and they're rupturing the foundation. Uh, you need to patch your roof. But the church needed that. That's money. It's a lot. But he had to enter into that to keep a roof. Otherwise, if it kept going, they condemned the building. And if they condemned the building, we would all be out in the street. And it's not his fault. See, we have such rotten people. Can I digress for a minute on some rotten people? See, people will take your money and tell you that they did what they were supposed to do. Only later you find out 
They took the money, they got paid, but they did not do what they were paid to do. So in the end, it's double trouble now. Well, my brother leaped out on faith, fixed the roof, refurbished life center, got the building across the street, expanding his vision, which is your vision. He had faith that he could do this with your help. But you know, in the Quran, there's a, there's a verse that says, had it been a short journey and a near gain, they all would have gone forth. Some of us don't really like trials. And so, nothing will try you more than debt. Now, debt will tell you how much faith you got. Debt will show you how well you can put a ruler on your faith and see if it go to one inch or two inches or if it don't even register. Debt is another form of slavery. So the enemy, when we bought these homes, You don't have to show nothing. Now that should have told you this was a con. When you know you weren't credit worthy. Now you got a nice home. Good for you. Now, after a year or two, you're struggling to make that note. Then the interest goes up. And our house now is in foreclosure. See, that kill your spirit. But in my father's house, <laughs> there are many mansions. I don't care if you lose the one you think is your mansion. God got something better for you, but you and I have to make ourselves worthy of what God has in store for us. He said it pleases God to give you the kingdom. But you have to go through some trials. So the trial will prove your faith. And God loves the faithful. So, is there a problem too big for Life Center to solve? I don't think so. Is there a burden too heavy for Life Center to carry? I don't think so. I think we just need to go back inside and look at the faith that we had from birth that we pulled on a breast until it gave us 
what we needed. This universe is a giant breast. It's the breast of God. Are you saying God is a female? Yeah, he got female in him, sure. He couldn't make one if he didn't have that. That's why the attributes of God are both masculine and feminine. So when you think that he made Adam a man, no, it said male and female created he them and called their name Adam. He don't make one without the other. In fact, there won't be one without the other. So, I want this house, Muslims, Christians, agnostics, you have faith. It's God's gift. You can call it Christianity, you can call it Islam, you can call it nationalism, you can call it what you want to call it. But faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Jesus said in closing, If you had faith, the grain of a mustard seed. I don't know whether you've ever seen a mustard seed. But I had a bottle of them. And everyone that came to the mosque one day, I passed out a seed. It was so small, it was so, 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 so small. And if you're not careful, you wouldn't have it by the time I got to that part of the sermon. Because <clears throat> I wanted you to see if you just had faith that small. He said, you could say to the mountain, be removed and it would be so. Or you could say to the sycamore tree, be uprooted and planted in the depth of the sea and it would be so. You are extraordinarily powerful. You just need to feed your faith. Lovest thou me, Peter? Yes, I, you know I love you. Well, feed my sheep. See, Jesus is not trying to make a prophet out of you. He's really trying to make you a God. Make you and me into himself. And the journey that you're on right now, if you just try it, just try it. Go home tonight. Say, wow. I think I'm going to try this. There's something I need. I believe that God will grant it to me. I believe that all the power is in his hand to grant it to me if I believe and put my trust completely in him. Now don't bug him. If you're going to call him up, call him up. But don't stay on the phone all the time. Said, didn't, that, didn't that what you asked me for last week? Well, if you asked me for it and you believe that I, 
it's going to happen. Just be patient. It's on the way. So, Life Center, my dear beloved pastor and friend, T.L. Barrett, his lovely wife, I know he's been through and she's been through a lot this last year, and so have you. But you should know that just because he's pastor, that doesn't mean that he doesn't struggle with the same things that you struggle with. And God lifts him. You know, when sister said she was on the phone with him for nine minutes and she got something in nine minutes that she wanted to tell everybody about. See, that's the kind of man you have. And yes, God is going to try him, try you, try me. But if you love God, man, you don't mind being tried. You want to be tried to prove your love for him, your faith in him. So I have a lot that's on my mind. You know, they've been talking about me on him for nine minutes and she got something in nine minutes that she wanted to tell everybody about. See, that's the kind of man you have. And yes, God is going to try him, try you, try me. But if you love God, man, you don't mind being tried. You want to be tried. To prove your love for him, your faith in him. So, I have a lot that's on my mind. You know, they've been talking about me on television. <clears throat> and I haven't said nothing. They're trying to bring me into something. I got something to say. But maybe this is not the time. But I'm not going to let them use me to hurt my brother. Don't you worry about me, my faith will see me through. The enemy don't have no power to do nothing to me except what God permits. And whatever God permits, I'm happy over it. Thank you for listening. And may God increase our faith that we can show it through our works. Thank you for listening. May Allah bless you. Assalamu alaikum. Wow. <clears throat> man. Another powerful, powerful, powerful message, man. Woo. Especially that ending part. Go ahead and press the number one. If you have something that stood out to you. For those who are asking, how do I get access to the Zoom link? How do I get access to the Zoom link? How do I get access to that Zoom link? Brother Ben, uh, where that Zoom link at? Brother Ben, where the Zoom? Brother Ben, how I get the Zoom? Brother Ben, what's the Zoom link? Zoom link? Brother Ben, how do I get the Zoom link? Go to www.thepowercall.net www.thepowercall.net 
www.thepowercall.net. www.thepowercall.net. And then once you log in and you create your profile, then when you get into the online community, you will see the Zoom link under events. So if you're on Facebook and YouTube, you guys are just, you know, uh, you guys are just watching. But uh, when you come on uh, in the power call, you can come right in on the Zoom. You can give feedback. You can, you know, communicate with the community and all that. Okay. Hold on one second. Gonna be an orientation that moved it until. All right, here we go. So let's start off with um, we're gonna start off with Sister Yolanda. Sister Yolanda. Okay. I sound like I couldn't unmute the first two tries. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so at this in this lecture, the the part when he went on um that is a slavery. I can so bear witness to that because even with credit cards. The finance charges are ridiculous sometimes. And I learned through um, one of my business courses that I took in college is that they, like, you know, when you mail your bills off, it always goes to a P.O. box in, let's say, maybe Iowa or somewhere in the Midwest or wherever. And it was uh, taught to me that they do that because of the interest rates. I guess wherever they could get the highest interest rate or a decent interest rate, that's what I recall remembering. They put it to that zip code thing. I could be wrong, but I, I distinctly remember that. So and even with that debt, it's like when you get anything that you finance, it seems like you pay double by the time you go through the whole thing, even with cars, with homes, with whatever it is, you pay double because of that interest rate right there. So the banking system makes the money off of your interest rates or that could be said another way. But nevertheless, dealing with the home situation and just living within our means, period. I could bear witness to that because as I put in the comments, I had a single family home. And after maybe five years, I said to myself, man, I am house poor. Like I have enough to pay my bills, make sure I have food in the house for the children to eat. And then that's it. And it got a little tight for me. So I got a part-time job. So again, I'm going to another plantation to work after I worked at the first plantation to just make my um, ends meet and this is prior to me coming into the nation so in the refuge prayer where the line it speaks of and they were, uh, I forgot the part where it says that the oppression of men and that's whatever it is I'm sorry so I didn't really understand what that meant until the more I studied and here and getting this other confirmation out of this um, lecture that the minister delivered Debt is a form of slavery. So as I learned that, I tried to encourage my peers and associates 
save what you have or save what you get to a degree where you could get something that is a little costly for you instead of financing it. And if you're going to finance it, make the payments before they do or save up enough to make the payments so you can pay it all so you don't pay as much or if any interest. Where people look at me like I'm crazy and I'm just like, hey, because we are programmed in these commercials, um, in movies, and looking at the NBA stars, I seek refuge from being overpowered by that. Yes, ma'am, that's it. Um, we're programmed and we want to obtain what we see. And I don't know if we even realize how much programming that we were brought up in until you come into these teachings that make sense, whether you accept your own and be yourself or you just get the lessons out of it. Nevertheless, I welcome you. We welcome you. But it's just so powerful how, and to me, that uh, over being overpowered by debt and the oppression of men, how that statement is so applicable to us. And if we don't think about it, we don't even realize it. So that's why we on these jobs. Oh, I'm going to stay 30 years because my pension going da 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 No, ma'am and sir, you should be, as Brother Ben has mentioned, saving up so you can steal away. I thank you for listening. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikum salam. Boy, y'all know, boy, we going to twist that, boy. Waalaikum salam. <laughs> <laughs> boy, I didn't have I didn't heard some stuff, boy. Let me tell you, brother, something, because Savior's Day coming up. Man, listen, when we do the greetings, man, stop hit stop, stop headbutting me, man, in my in my temples. It's cheek to cheek. Look, cheek to cheek. Brothers be like, brother be headbutting you, man. No, man, it's cheek to cheek. You hit you with your cheek, bam, boom. No, don't do the temple joint. Yeah, I mean, I'll be down. Brother, gonna have a concussion, man. <laughs> Brother Wesley. <laughs> you say that because that happened to me last night. Um, <laughs> oh, praise due to a lot. Um, what what stands out the most for me because I, I missed this, the uh, first half of yesterday, um, but. And this may have been spoken on yesterday, but just in reference to having faith as we were when we were a child, um, being able to pull on this universe as a child pulls on the breast of his mother for um, which it doesn't know that there's substance coming from it. But naturally, it knows that if this is put before me, that I need to pull on this in order to get that sustenance that I'm looking for as well. Um, and then in reading the, the uh, most recent final call, which the cover uh, article is the fabric of faith and it just it brought up on page 21 uh the honorable minister louis farrakhan was saying unfortunately you don't have the same degree of faith that you had when you first came from your mother's womb you did not grow in faith you absolutely grew out of faith you don't have a construction to build a world on because faith is a construct it stands up under you but you are space walkers because you do not have the type of foundation that you need to understand that this universe is created by God to take care of all your needs. And that, that st stands up so much for, stands out so much for me because we've been given everything that we need to be able to survive and be able to thrive in this existence that we have. But as sister Yolanda was bringing up how death, uh, it's not death, but debt really shows you or tests your faith to realize that 
you look for everything else to be able to secure you in this world. Being able to look at this world, they're going to give you the distractions of saying what you need and you need this and you got to upgrade to this. When in all actuality, we have everything that we need that Allah has already created for us. And then, and lastly, what he uh, brought up in this article, he says the fabric of faith leads to leads the faithful to obedience. That's how you can tell whether you really have faith. So when we're obedient to the instructions, when we're giving orders and we're we're reading the Quran and we pray to Allah and we're looking for that answer, we're, we're, we're given that answer is are we willing to have faith that the answer that we're given is the one that's for us and willing to do what is required and sacrifice and do what's needed to be able to put that faith into works is so important as well. Um, and then lastly, he stated that when you truly believe in God, then you trust him enough to be obedient to his word. When you obey God, the rest follows and then leads into the Lord's uh, the prayer. Excuse me. What Jesus stated about seek first the kingdom of, of heaven and all his righteousness and all things will be added to you. So as long as we're not putting anything beside Allah, that is where we're going to get what we're looking for. But we have to be willing to be patient long enough and have a true deep rooted faith in God and trust in God in order for those things that we're looking for to be brought to us, or we will be tested in the straightening of our means as well. So I'll leave it at that. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam. Man, one of the things that stood out <clears throat> for me, he said, uh, he says, <clears throat> If you love God, you don't mind being tried. In fact, you want to be tried to prove your love to him, your faith in him. And it just goes back to the other day when I was mentioning that. I don't know if that was. Yeah, that was here. Uh, the opposition. Yep. That that article that says that it's ordained. That struggle is ordained. That's what makes it. That's what proves your faith, and that's that's what solidifies you as a soldier, the fact that you done been through something. You know, when, I, I mean, I think that when you see someone who's been in the military and you thank them for their service, that's because you're assuming, you're automatically assuming they've been through something. They've gone through something. So that's what solidifies and it makes it special. So, um, man, the fact that he's saying, you know, that you you, you don't mind being tried because it's, when I uh when I first joined, one of the things that stood out to me with Brother Malik, he he used to always say, always never pray uh to Allah to to not have something happen. He said, pray to Allah that you respond properly. So it's not that you're praying and hoping that something don't happen. Oh, I hope I never get in this. I hope I never have to deal with this. No, I mean, whatever you permit, you permit. But I'm praying that you allow me and give me the strength to respond properly, to show not you, but remind and show myself the God within what I'm capable of. So that's one of the things that uh, stood out to me. Let's go to um, I don't see nobody else. Let me see. Is that it, y'all? All right. Well, another thing that stood out to me was uh, he said debt would tell you how much faith you have. Mm mm mm. Debt will show you or tell you how much faith you have. And I know when we hear the word debt, that's more so like money. Hey, man, I'm behind. I owe, you know, on some type of money. But but that could be an uh, uh, obligation that you have. Let's look up the word. Let me because I'm, I'm 
I'm kind of see how we can. Let me see. If we look at the word debt, the word debt means something, typically money, that is old or due. Right? Now let's bring this home. What is what duty do you owe to yourself? There are some things that you need to. There are some things that you owe to yourself that you ain't paid. There are some things that you need to do to you for yourself that you ain't paid. How much faith do we have? This may be a business obligation. You got a business and you're not necessarily in debt per se, but there is a debt. There is an action. There is fulfillment that you have to fulfill. And how much, you know, how much faith do you have in it? You know, so a lot of times we don't invest it in programs. That's investing in you. I don't pay five hundred for this one. You don't pay ninety seven dollars for this one. You don't pay the thousand dollars for this one. Well, you haven't completed it. Not always because the course wasn't was bad. It's because you lack faith in yourself. You've invested in yourself. You got to you got to do something to get that back. You don't just spend two thousand just to be spending two. You're supposed to f- see some type of improvement to get a ROI on that investment. But you lack faith in self. So money ain't even that ain't even what's going to solve it. You can get ten thousand dollars a day. Well, I, I can finally get in that program I've been wanting to. But if you don't have the faith, you won't carry it out to get a ROI and be able to pay that back to yourself. So, man, that was something when he said debt would tell you how much faith you have. And then he then he said. Uh, he he talked about uh, Peter. He took his eye off the master and he began to sink. Oh, ye, a little faith. Many of us. Are walking on that water. And when I when I when I when I read. Or how I see walking on water, you're going to be able to do things that the average person can't do. Of course, as he said, it ain't really mean to walk on water, but you're going to do things to where people are going to be looking at you saying, wow, how is he doing that? How is she able to do that? Man, all she done been through, all he done been through. Oh, how is he able to do that? The same reaction we would have if somebody was literally walking on water. But the way that we are doing that is by faith. So once he lost faith and the winds begin to blow. Oh, see, it's easy to follow a man when everything is going good. Oh, it's easy to be down when when there's no wind blowing, when there's no trial, when there's no tribulation. You find out who down when things are down. You find out who you are. The minister said, you don't even know who you are until you've been tried. So when the winds blow, oh, shoot, now it's getting shaken. Now he's beginning to sink. Well, think about what, 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 where does that align in our life right now? Where things is a little shaky. It may be. It just may be if we sinking, we have took our eyes off the master. And when I say took our eyes off the master, man, listen, brother Malik teach us like this, bro. Like, look, man, studying is not just coming to this Wednesday night, Friday night, Sunday. That ain't no. That I mean, that's 
that's I mean, that's almost your obligation. But then you have to go and study specifically what you're going through, because because we may be on a study guide. We may have been on time and what must be done. That may not be dealing with your particular issue. No, you got to go back home and do your own studying on, on the exact thing that you're dealing with so that you can keep your eyes on the master in the area that you are uh, that you struggling with so that you can stay afloat. I've seen many of us, oh man, when things is going wrong or things is going bad, we fall back from the oh, I'm just you know, I'm just I'm just getting myself right. No, that's the perfect time when the wind is blowing to come even closer. Man, I got I got to get on 10 minutes before the damn call start. I got to come in 30 minutes before the study group start because now the winds is blowing. When the winds is blowing and things is going bad, that's not the time for me to say, "Hey, let me let go of my source of strength." That's my time to say, hey, let me let me hold on a little a little bit stronger because this wind is blowing and this is some damn near tornado. Yeah, tsunami on the way. I got to hold on to the master. So, yeah, man, then he says that that boat represents that which makes you presently secure. And 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 man, this is so powerful because he's saying step out the boat. He said, get out of the boat. The master walked on the water. So he's not depending on anything outside of the faith that makes him secure. So the dollar would never make me secure. In a way, uh, it gives you a sense of security. Okay, my bills is able to be paid. But what if they, what if the bank go? Are you, what you going to do? See, what if the money fall? What you going to do? The investment you made, oh, it went bad. What you going to do? Are you going to say, oh man, this, this is it? No, you have to have enough faith in God, but also faith in yourself to know if I was able to get it, boy, I can go get it again. I may got to get it another way, but I can go get it again. So we got to step. We have to be so uh, 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 independent of these things that's other than uh, Allah or else we make those things a God. If it's a man, if it's a woman. If it's a business, if it's a job, if these are things that we depend on and I feel like if I don't got this, oh, it's over. You looking at that thing like a God. But if you feel like in your heart, you've gained the confidence to operate and be willing and being able to do whatever, no matter what the trial is. Oh, boy, that's walking on water. You, they, they can't get to a person like that. Because when, 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 when it says that respite me until the day that they're raised and I'm going to make all of them deviate, he ain't going to try to make you deviate on something that you ain't, that you don't, that you already done mastered. If you're not an alcoholic, he's not finna say, here goes some, look, got, got, some, got a 40, you know, got that gin, you know, got that, got that Ciroc, you know, I got that, yeah, I got that little tequila on you. I don't want no, I don't want no tequila. That ain't even your fight. So they're gonna look at Satan and looking at where the weakness is so that he can find a host. Okay, okay, he weak in this area. Okay, she, oh, 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 yeah, she weak in this area. Let me take that away. Boom. Now what you gonna do? Let me see where that faith at now. Oh, let me try your patience now. Huh? And if we can operate, man, outside of these material things. And things outside of a lot, man, that's dangerous because Satan cannot use us now. He can't capture us now. So that's how our vision 
envision and see the walking on water and being able to just have the faith, you know, because they could take the boat away, but you didn't know I can walk on water when I got this faith. Yeah, you could take this business away, but you didn't know I can walk on water when I got faith. Oh, you can take the money away, but you didn't know I can walk on water. Oh, you can take this, you can take that. The minister got a uh, lecture and the Hebrew Israelites, not all of them, not all, not all, not all. But some of them took it out of context. The minister said, you can have the house, you can have the car, you can have this, but me, you can't have. They thought he was repenting for being a Muslim. I said, boy, yeah. Did y'all hear with the man? Y'all remember that? that he, was, uh, he was preaching at uh, one of them churches. And he says, I know I got to pay a price for what I've been teaching. They thought he was apologizing for what he was teaching. No, what he was saying was, I got to pay a price for the truth that I've been teaching. So you can take away all these different things, but you can't have me. But they made a whole series and, oh, the minister has repented. for. Oh, my goodness. But anyways, I'm rambling now. But yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Uh, on that let me see if there's any number ones let's see if i inspire okay there we go we inspire somebody okay there we go you know you know you got to do that sometime you know in the study group they be asking for feedback and nobody be saying nothing i just be looking at this, the study group recording like damn well i know this is a hard job y'all ain't got no feedback y'all ain't got nothing to say whoo boy or when that or when you got to open up for the main speaker and they ain't really fired up yet because it's early in the morning you just got to keep trying to pull stuff out and and then yeah brother get on up on your feet <laughs> Brother Clarence, go ahead. Assalamu alaikum, beloved. Beautiful, beautiful, brother. Uh, what stood out to me real quick one was, um, you know, we say our prayers uh, five times, seven, some seven, some prayers seven times a day. Uh, but the minister said, don't stay on the phone long, you know, Repeating the same thing that you've already asked Allah to bless you with. So that's a test of your faith. If you, you've already asked Allah, you know, Allah, I need this, I need that. And then you, you keep going back over and over and over and over again, asking Allah for the same thing. That's not really having faith. So I just wanted us to be mindful that that's why we have these prayer, different prayers that we're supposed to say five times a day, but the personal prayer that you ask in a lot of them, just have faith enough that in time and with patience and perseverance that Allah is going to bless you because none of the prayers that I've ever asked for when I wanted a car or a house, like the cartoons, they never came out to Scott. Oh, there's a house. Oh, Allah, I need a car. Look, there's a never happened that way for me. It always came through me stepping out on faith, making that prayer, believing in Allah will bless me, and it always came through human beings. But you got to get out there and make steps towards what you have belief in. So I just want to say that real quick. Assalamualaikum. Salam. Yes, sir. Brother Maximus. Um, what stood out to me was, once again, faith, and some of you have touched that part, um, was about faith and patience and knowledge. Um, when the sister earlier was talking about um, the mortgages and stuff like that, um, sometimes 
you know, when we pray towards something, we got to still do our part and do research because like the minister said too, the information is there, but when we don't look up the information, we become lost. Um, so that's pretty much that stood out because everything else got answers for me when you were talking. So, but it was patience and faith and knowledge. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sister Shalai. Okay. Yes. I'm, I don't know what's going on with my camera or my doggone. Well, my camera. Okay. So I didn't get to come on yesterday, but I listened to the replay and boy, what is importance of faith. The, I have bullet points, so I don't know if they'll be complete straight sentences, but the, the substance is what stood out to me. The substance of your faith, faith. How is the substance of your faith? What faith? What is the substance of your faith? Do you have enough power in yourself to bring that into fruition? Do you have enough faith to command it to be? The minister always says that everything has a difficulty factor to it. Can you stay the course? With your faith, Brother Horace yesterday said, when he said, believe in your faith, that was so powerful for me. Believe in your faith. Yes, we can have the faith, activate the faith, but do you really believe in your faith? That was that stuck out to, to me real good yesterday. And then Brother Rashad said, our weapon against the enemy is, 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 our faith is the weapon against the enemy. And do you know that once you activate that faith, it's then when you're really going to face that enemy? Activate your faith. Brother Ben, you said yesterday, you'll find yourself in the triple darkness of your mind at times when things get difficult. It took me right back to the minister at that moment when he said, everything has a difficulty factor. It can get so difficult that you find yourself in the affliction, in the furnace of affliction, as the minister says, trying to destroy your belief. And when you're when you're in that state of mind where something is trying to destroy your belief, take control of yourself because allowing something to to affect your belief will, as you said yesterday as well, will at times control your actions. Dr. Kenyatta said it will have you paralyzed because it'll bring up fear and doubt in you. And fear and doubt paralyzing you, you have to push through those difficulties and keep moving. Dr. Uh, Sister Yasina said yesterday, be positive when it's not so good. Those are the things that stood out to me. I have quite a bit more, but I'm going to hold that right there. This says this was great for me. So thank you for this one, Brother Ben. Assalamu alaikum. 
Walaikum salam. Sister Shalai. Nope. Sister Randisha. Sister Randisha. You off the mute, but I can't hear you unless it's just me. Can y'all hear? Brother Samuel? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. Uh, What came to me was the action step. Uh, uh, Put... Uh, put your fate to an exchange. Uh, where he said, uh, there's something you need. Number two, uh, I believe that all power in the, in his hand to grant it and put your trust completely in him. Then he said, don't bug it. You know, so once you said it, you don't need to keep saying it. And I always thought that, you know, people like, you, you keep that, yeah, you prayed for it, you prayed for it. I prayed for it one time. You already know. So that was my idea anyway. But it reminds me of a student in the classroom and you got the teacher, right? Most of us think math is hard. We've been trained. We can't do it. And so sometimes the student will say, that ain't right. That ain't no work. Well, how do you know? <laughs> That's why you in the class. So we got to be good students. We got to just put our trust in the teacher if we believe the teacher really know what he's talking about, right? And then I say, if I have a teacher tell you something and it ain't working and it ain't right, then I'm going to give you credit for it. But at least try it. To see if it's right or not. So we have students of the honorable of the honorable got to learn to try. Excuse me for that. Uh, and so you also said something about we put our faith in other stuff. But that reminds me of what it says. We can't hear you with that back. We can't hear you with that background. I, I, I'll come back. I'll come back. I'll come back. <laughs> she loud in the mud like an airport. <laughs> Brother Marcus. Yes, sir. Assalamualaikum. Alaikum. Yes, sir. Yeah, like always, you know, brother, I want to always, I always got to give thanks to Allah. You know, I'm very thankful to Allah and thankful to you, brother Ben, and everybody that come up here who speak every day and share some wisdom that they've learned from these videos. I'm very thankful. You know, thanks to these power calls and other Zooms that I've attended. In the past few months, man, it's just really lifting me up spiritually. You know, it's putting me on that uh, soapbox. You know, it's, it's, it's giving me the ability to really express myself uh, and look into the scriptures and look into the teachings and to be able to explain it, you know, in simple terms. All of us together like this, it's like, it's like you know, you can have a magnet and uh, you take another piece of metal that can be magnetized and you rub it and rub it pretty soon that that metal also becomes like a little magnet. That's what we're doing here. So we're actually in this power call and other platforms like this, we're actually becoming gods. So I just want to say, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, one of the things that stood out to me in this video today is when the minister said, quote, the righteous don't walk by sight. The righteous walk by faith. So when I heard that, 
I've heard it before, but when I heard that, that brought me straight to the Holy Quran. And you know, throughout the Holy Quran, uh, we're constantly, constantly being reminded of two people, the believers and the disbelievers. You know, the true believers. We read in the Holy Quran, we see that the disbelievers, they was constantly giving the prophets a hard time due to their lack of faith. Whenever the, whenever the prophet tried to guide them back on the right path, they, they was always hollering about the receipts. They was like, show me your God. Where's your power? What? Who are you? You know, they constantly needed proof because it because they did not believe. They did not believe. They did not have faith. You know, and unfortunately, that's like most people. Uh, in the Bible, in Matthew 9, 3, 7, 3, 8, Jesus said to his disciples, the harvest is ripe, but the labors are few. So, you know, the believers and the disbelievers, they're not the same. You know, you may see two people walking down the street or whatever. You may see a brother and sister that may look the same. They both got on these suits, they this and that. But the mind frame or the sister, their mind frame is different. They both see the world from different perspectives. You know, they both they both uh, will receive a different reward, too, that the Quran also talks about. So basically, in summary, the believers, the righteous, they have faith. And that faith gives them, uh, gives us, to those of us that are like that, an extra layer of sight that's beyond just the physical eye, beyond normal, logical reasoning. You know, it's spiritual. Faith gives one the ability to see the unseen. So, you know, I'll end with this. In the Holy Quran, in the second book, verses two and three, it says, this book, there is no doubt in it. It is a guide to those who keep their duty. Three who believe in the unseen and keep up prayer and spend out of what we have given them. So that's, that's basically, I, I can keep going, but that's basically what I got from today from when the minister said, uh, when, when he said, uh, with that quote, the righteous don't walk by sight. The righteous walk by faith. Thank you, brothers and sisters. As-salamu alaykum. Salam. Sister Randisha, part two. Assalamu alaikum, family. Can y'all hear me now? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, yes, sir. So um, it was just a few things that stood out to me, but one of the things, and it's kind of long, but when the minister said, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Though the ark was built on dry land, Allah God knew he would inevitably destroy the wicked with the flood. The water came just after Noah finished the ark. He achieved his objective. He and those who believed with him, God didn't say, you know, um, believe in me you know these people believe with him his opposition was destroyed in the flood Allah God told him long before surely they will be drowned holy Quran um Surah 11 verse 37 but we see in these verses that Noah was not weak and equivocal in his faith contrary to the misconception that many have of us but my thing was that when I when I was reading this is that sometimes we build up our own mountains, right? The minister said that when he um, was at the mosque, he gave everybody a mustard seed. And Brother Ben, I thought you would have brought out a mustard seed and showed us. But, you know, we know that it's very, very small, right? And if we have the faith of, if we have the faith of a mustard seed, we say be and it shall be. Sometimes we build up our own spiritual mountains where we can't break them down. You know, the problem is so small. And if we had the faith, we could break it down immediately. We could get to the root. But sometimes we build them up to where we, we where we lose our faith 
because we just think that the problem is so much bigger and that God is that God can't help us with the problem. So that was just something that stood out to me. Yes, ma'am. Brother Timothy. Yes, sir. Assalamu alaikum, family. Alaikum. I just want to, I was a little late this morning, but I just want to uh, add my little two cents in if, if y'all don't mind. Uh, in the lecture that we watched this season, it, it kind of touched back on that just a little bit. It said, I believe the minister said, if you fight against something and have no power to overcome it, then there's a higher power that has said this must be. And since you can't stop it, let it be. Submit to Allah and wait for the season. The fool despises correction. The wise accepts being reproved. Faith play a huge part in that acceptance and expectancy. Now, the, the, the definition to the expectancy word on Google say the state of thinking or hoping that something, especially something pleasant, will happen or be the case. I don't see that being the case without faith. The state of thinking or hoping that something, especially something pleasant, will happen or be the case. So I didn't get to hear the second part of the lecture. I'm going to go back and listen. But yesterday when I heard the first part of the lecture, the minister said we had faith. We was born with faith. When we came out of the womb and we made that first cry, that was our first cry of prayer, basically. But being a, uh, uh, being a kid, we don't question how do we breathe, what's allowing us to breathe. We just believe we're able to breathe because of the faith we have. You, you, you breathe in, you breathe out. That's the that's incredible faith right there. So I just wanted to add my little two cents on it right there. Assalamu alaikum, family. Walaikum salam. Yes, sir. Thank you for sharing. Brother Samuel again? Yes, sir. I had the announcements are off now. Um, the part I was finishing up was where the book says, Seek ye first the kingdom. And I tell the students that also, Seek the king in your dome. Right. And then all these things. You said in your statement that people put substitutes in place of the faith that satisfy you for a time. That's like giving you a grade, but you don't know the knowledge. But if you get the king dome right, then you're okay. Uh, I like what Sister Randisha said too about the mustard seed. The minute you can eliminate the impossible that you believe is impossible is the minute you start to it, even though it may start small. If you start, you're going to realize you can really solve the problem step by step. And as the more you do, the better you get at it. And so I thought about also the minister said in the word all, when you think for the whole, when you think for all, just add two more letters, Allah, you're thinking on the God level. You're thinking on his level, right? So that's the part I wanted to add. Thank you. And then we have Brother Coach Khan. Assalamu alaikum. Peace, everybody. Uh, man, feels uh, good to be in the building. Y'all see, I put my, my Jedi Knight hoodie on, my, my uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, man, this, you know, this is right up my alley right here. I do think that I gave a, a, a presentation on faith. But what stood out to me was when he talked about getting out of that boat and walking on that water. Water not only represents putting your complete trust in God, but water also represents knowledge. 
what knowledge? It is the knowledge of God himself that we have to walk on today. Otherwise, we will find ourselves sinking in the sea of sin of the enemy that has designed a trap for all of us to sink to the bottom. And that's what we're doing. If you're finding yourself sinking today, it's because you ain't walking on the right knowledge. You're not walking with the right faith, not only in the God without. Brother Ben, many of us believe in the God without but we don't believe in the God within. So because we believe in the God without, we going without. Oh yeah, we going without that money. We going without that vehicle. We going without a roof over our heads because we believe in a God without. But the minute we switch that and begin to believe in the God within, oh man, we can walk on that water. There's an old song to say you can you can dance underwater and not get wet. Oh, that's when you know you believing in the right God. I don't know who I'm talking to, but boy, I'm talking to somebody. You got to come on, man, and go within or you gonna go without. That's what Jesus did. He didn't depend on himself and the ones that was able to walk on that water. They were able to do it as long as they kept their eyes on the master. See, if you take your eye off the master and you think it's you, oh, you guaranteed to sink. If you leaning on your own understanding, you are guaranteed to sink. But if you step out on the faith and the work and the word of almighty God, not just any God. Now, I'm not talking about your God. I'm not talking about no abracadabra, hocus pocus, out of space God. I'm talking about the real, live, true, and living God in the person of Master Farad Muhammad. You say, well, Brother Khan, I don't believe God is a man. That's why you ain't got no power. You say, oh, Brother Khan, man, y'all believe that that man that came in 1930 is God. Yeah, we believe in it, and you can see what we believe by the work that we able to do. You say, well, well, God ain't no man. Well, well, we can show you our God. Show us yours. You say, well, you can't see him. Well, guess what? In the words of the honor of Elijah Muhammad, I don't want to see him if he don't want to see me. Man, we believe in a living God, and that's why we can do a living work. That's why we can transform human life. That's why we can go out and change the condition under which we live because we know God is not just a man, as Ice Cube said, and God is a man from his feet to his head. That's why you say amen after each and every prayer. Come on, man. Brother Ben, I don't even know why you let me on this day, man. You know I'm going to get started and turn this up, y'all. Where the believers at, man? Are we going to walk on water or are we going to drown for lack of faith? That's my takeaway. Back to you, Brother Ben. Ooh-wee. I got to get that bomb, uh, that bomb sound effect. <laughs> Brother Chris. As-salamu alaykum, Brother Ben. Alaykum Man, uh, Young Kai, he was talking to me. Uh, I'm new to the community since I've been listening to the Power Calls, man. It has been a very uh, transformation for me in my life, you know, walking with a lot of, you know, a lot of peace in my life, calmness and everything. Um, this message... The importance of faith, it, it came to me right on time. 
um, and I was talking to my wife about it this morning. Um, and there's two things that happened in, in my life just recently. Um, and just having small faith, I, you know, I'm an over the road trucker. Well, I was over the road trucker and it was just got too dangerous, you know, going all up through Colorado and things of that nature. And I, I wanted to come home and get a job at home and I just applied for a job. And once they called me to do the interview, I said, I know I'm gonna get this job. And two days later, they sent me the offer letter. Uh, the second thing that happened was uh, we needed to move. We, we didn't need to move. We wanted to move, but we weren't. We didn't have uh, the credit worthiness. And you know, it, it's funny that uh, the minister spoke on that. And we were able to get the house that we wanted, even with our uncredit on credit worthiness. You know, and was able to move in last week. And my wife was asking me, say, well, how do you feel? And I said, you know what? Um, we tried to do everything to work around it that, you know, that wasn't right. But once, you know, I just sat down and had the faith and just went and applied and did all the things that I needed to do, you know, as a man, you know, we, you know, we were approved to get our, you know, our new house and we were able to move and within three weeks. So, you know, the faith of the mustard seed, as small as that is, that's all we need as we shall speak it. It shall be. And like Brother Khan said, <laughs> if we look with we, <laughs> the reason why we go without, because we don't look, you know, what I'm saying look at the guy within. So that, you know, that was, you know, some of the things that uh, that stood out to me. And, uh, you know, thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming on, Brother Chris. Uh, then we have. Sister Shalon, we're going to end off with Sister Shalon. Well, alrighty now. Okay, so we're going to end off with something I heard yesterday. Brother Rashad, he 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 was just on fire yesterday, and his his takeaways were just so enlightening, if that's a word. Okay, so he said he spoke on faith being the operating tools of the kingdom. And when he said you have to detach yourself from this world, I felt that. It, it connected with what you said when you said that you, you want to please people, but you cannot always please people because your family, friends, people are not going to always be with you. So again, activate your faith and stand on that. Have patience with yourself through whatever process you're going through, as Brother Malik reminded us yesterday. So yeah, that's what, that's, that's what we'll end on. Pull on your faith. That kingdom, that tool that the kingdom of God has given you and believe, I'm going to keep that from Brother Horace, believe in your faith. Assalamualaikum. Praise be to Allah. So family, that is <clears throat> today's power call. Remember, we will not be on tomorrow. I'm traveling tomorrow. So today is the uh, end of the week. But uh, man, I appreciate all of the feedback you all have given this week. I hope the power call has inspired, re-inspired somebody on the power call and made your life, I don't know, maybe a a tad bit bit more better and if it did we all did our job 
And I want you guys to, you know, sometimes look at the comments, you know, and, and, and read how y'all feedback is impacting other people. Even when Sister Shalon was just talking, somebody in the comment section said, man, every time this sister speaks, man, it just. So don't I mean, y'all are y'all don't know how powerful it is when you just share what he's putting on your heart and mind uh, based on what stood out to you in these lectures. Because, again, we all are going through different things. So you're going to hear something, see something, something is going to stand out different to you than it may to me. And when you just say it, just being yourself, just simply stating what stood out to you, you don't know how powerful some of those reminders are for some people that maybe had to step away or, man, maybe they didn't catch it the way that you caught it. So, man, having this like this is really, really dope, man, because we can come together as a community and all share our collective power together. Uh, again, if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube, come over to www.thepowercall.net. If you would like to be a part of the online community, you can stay where you're at. That's fine. But if you would like to come over to the Power Call community, um, you know, you can do so. And those who are in, who's looking to upgrade, I know y'all been asking lately, how do I upgrade? Just put a just just uh, put something in our telegram and maybe one of the team members can help you out. But I think we also have it in one of our welcome videos Maybe, Sister Alexia, if you can go and, um, I don't know, highlight it or tag it in the home group. I don't know. But I know some, somebody has made a video on that before. But uh, if not, we can, we can get something like that created. So thank you all for listening. We'll see you guys, inshallah, next. Hold on. Let me make sure. I don't want to tell you all the wrong thing. I come back on the 4th. So that's a. Uh... So we're probably going to follow up next Tuesday on the 5th. Okay. Next Tuesday on the 5th, we'll be right back on with another power call. All right. Assalamu alaikum. Is Brother Ben here? Brother Ben. Now, Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister.